Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, guys. I would like to thank everyone who donates to the Patreon account. The donations keep the show going. My computer is ready to go kaput after eight years, so the Patreon fund will help me get another computer, and that will, in turn, enable me to churn out more episodes. There will be more giveaways in the future. And just a reminder, you don't have to give a lot. A dollar a month would do. Any amount would be appreciated. Once again, the Patreon account is located at www.patreon.com slash leader1. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N and L-E-A-D-E-R-O-N-E. Thank you and enjoy the show. This episode goes out to Shannon Farley, this month's Patreon winner who got to choose a case for me to produce. Thank you very much for your support, Shannon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to Human Monsters. Jetsetta Marie Gage was born on October 25, 1994. She died on March 24, 2005. Though born into obscurity, her death was an event that catalyzed lawmakers in Iowa to change sentencing laws when it comes to offenders that sexually abuse children. According to prosecuting attorneys, Roger Bentley, who was a convicted sex offender at the time, as well as a friend of the Gage family, abducted Jet Setta from her home to a derelict trailer in Johnson County, a rural district in Iowa. There, he raped and killed her through suffocation. When it became clear that Jet Seta had gone missing, the typical protocol of issuing an Amber Alert was carried out. The alert was poorly constructed, with the detailed description of the girl and her picture excluded. These would only appear hours after her disappearance. Roger Bentley was arrested the next day. Police found Jet Setta's body inside a bathroom cabinet in the trailer. The case was highly publicized, enough that a change of venue motion received approval, since it was unlikely that an unbiased jury could be gathered in the same town where Jet Setta Gage and Roger Bentley resided. Unbiased jury or not, 
DNA evidence swabbed from Jetsetta's body was a match for that of Bentley. The best his attorney could do was point out that there were no eyewitnesses or direct evidence aside from DNA samples. The jury returned with a guilty verdict in just over two hours. Roger Bentley's brother James was indicted in November 2004 on felony sexual abuse charges. Authorities believed he sexually abused Jet Seta between 2002 and 2004. Her mother dated both brothers and allowed them unfettered access to her. August 1, 2008 James Bentley was found guilty of second-degree sexual abuse. March 1, 2007 James Bentley was found guilty of six counts of child pornography and sexual exploitation charges. He was accused of taking sexually explicit photos of Jet Seta Gage and a female infant in 2003. He transported the images to Arkansas, another offense. June 12, 2007. James Bentley was sentenced to life in prison without parole. 2005. The Iowa General Assembly passed a bill that extended prison sentences and strengthens supervision of sex offenders upon release. This includes the use of electronic monitoring. More legislation was brought in to introduce stricter residency conditions for sex offenders. Anybody whose name appears on the sex offender registry in Iowa cannot come within feet of a school or state registered daycare center. Other initiatives proposed barring them from any place where children are likely to congregate. The townships of Davenport and Scott County did not enact these restrictions. Critics have noted the following flaws in this legislation. They felt it would be excessively harsh for less severe cases, like for example a 19-year-old boy being charged with consensual sex with a 15-year-old girl. They also felt that to avoid facing these restrictions, the convicts would simply refrain from notifying authorities of a change of address. The sentences meted out to those charged with such offenses as lascivious acts with a child and sexual exploitation of a minor were reinforced. Even a first-time offender would face a 25-year mandatory minimum sentence when convicted. The Gage family, among others, called for the death penalty to be restored, especially in the case of crimes against children, like the kind that was perpetrated against Jet Seta Gage. The death penalty was abolished in Iowa in 1965, and recent attempts to reinstate it have been unsuccessful. To assist in the efforts to bring people like the Bentley brothers to justice, I'm going to read out the names of individuals currently included on the FBI's list of offenders who are wanted for crimes against children. Alfonso Angel Diaz Juarez Charges Sex Trafficking Conspiracy 
Conspiracy to Harbor Illegal Aliens Aliases Alfonso Angel Diaz Alfonso Angel Diaz Poncho Diaz Poncho Javier Perez Garcia and L. Grañas Date of birth August 2, 1968 Hair black Height approximately 5'2 Sex male Occupation Demolition Asbestos removal Scars and marks Diaz Juarez has a scar from an operation to remove his appendix. Place of birth, state of Puebla, Mexico. Eyes, brown. Weight, approximately 160 pounds. Race, white, Hispanic. Nationality, Mexican. Reward. The FBI is offering a reward of up to $50,000 for information leading to the arrest of Alfonso Angel Diaz Juarez. Remarks Diaz Juarez has ties to Mexico, Texas, and Florida. Caution The FBI is seeking the public's assistance in locating Alfonso Angel Diaz Juarez, who is being sought for alleged offenses relating to human trafficking namely conspiracy to commit sex trafficking and conspiracy to harbor illegal aliens. In October 2013, Diaz Juarez, a Mexican national, was indicted with 13 other co-conspirators for running an international sex trafficking organization. Diaz Juarez, reportedly one of the most violent individuals in the organization, is the only remaining fugitive in the case. As reported to the FBI, it is alleged that the following criminal activities occurred. The criminal acts and the conspiracy involve acts committed by Diaz Juarez and others against undocumented Mexican women and children. The sex trafficking conspiracy operated from 1999 through October 2013 and relied on, quote, padrotes or padrotes, unquote, or pimps to supply women and girls for the brothels, bars, and cantinas owned and operated by co-conspirators. Diaz Juarez is one of these pimps. During the investigation, it was revealed that some women and girls were compelled into performing commercial sex acts through the use of force, fraud, coercion, or combination thereof including the use of locked rooms to maintain control over the young women and girls. Diaz Juarez used force and or violence to punish and control young females he prostituted in the Houston area. France Diadion Charges Transporting a minor in interstate commerce with the intent to engage in sexual activity Traveling in interstate commerce with the intent to engage in sex with a minor. Failure to appear. Date of birth used. June 20th, 1969. Place of birth, Haiti. Hair, black. Eyes, black. Height, 5'7". Weight, 145 pounds. Sex, male. Race, black. Occupation, chemist, nursing assistant. Nationality, Haitian. Scars and marks. Diadion has a scar on his right wrist. Remarks. 
Diadion has ties to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Utah. Caution. Franz Diadion is being sought for his alleged involvement in sex-related crimes with a minor after being indicted in Illinois on October 1, 2002, and in Utah on February 26, 2003. From November of 2001 through May of 2002, Diadun allegedly traveled across state lines from Pennsylvania to Utah to engage in sex with a 15-year-old minor. On June 1, 2002, Diadun was arrested in North Aurora, Illinois, for allegedly transporting a minor in interstate commerce with the intent to engage in sex and was released on bond one week later. Diadion was scheduled for pretrial motion on September 22, 2003 in the Northern District of Illinois, but he failed to appear and a bench warrant was issued for his arrest. Diadion also failed to appear for trials, which were scheduled for October 20th 2003 in Salt Lake City, Utah, and November 3, 2003 in Chicago, Illinois. Jeffrey Dean McDaniel. Charges? Unlawful flight to avoid prosecution, sex crimes, child custody deprivation. Aliases. Jeffrey Dean McDaniel Jr. Jeffrey D. McDaniel. Date of birth used? March 14, 1967, hair brown, eyes brown, height 5'11", weight 190 pounds, sex male, race white, occupation. McDaniel may be working in the computer industry. Scars and marks. McDaniel has the following tattoos. Several skulls, one wearing a helmet and three roses on vines on his chest. A solar system design featuring multicolored planets from his wrist to his elbow on his left forearm. An Egyptian pharaoh on his right bicep. A door hinge on the inside of his right elbow. Old swastikas on both forearms, blacked over but still visible. A dagger on his left wrist with the number five and J on either side of it. Lightning bolts on the fingers of his left hand. A green wedding band on his left ring finger over the word Michelle. A dot on the web of his right hand. X inside a circle on the inside of the web on his left hand. A snake winding through a skull on his right calf. Shelly above his right knee. MBM in old English letters above his left knee and the image of Fred Flintstone elsewhere on his body. McDaniel may be living in Mexico. He may be interested in tattoo artistry. Caution. Jeffrey Dean McDaniel is wanted in Placer County, California, for his alleged repeated sexual contact with a minor female relative. The girl was 13 years old at the time of the abuse. In September of 1998, McDaniel left the area with the girl and her whereabouts remained unknown until she was located in Mexico in September of 2000. According to the girl, McDaniel had traveled with her throughout California and Nevada before ending up in Mexico. McDaniel continued to sexually assault the girl, which resulted in a pregnancy. McDaniel's whereabouts remain unknown. 
on February 28, 2001, an arrest warrant was issued for McDaniel after he was charged with child custody deprivation. A federal arrest warrant was issued in May of 2001, and McDaniel was charged with unlawful flight to avoid prosecution. Michael James Pratt Charges Conspiracy to commit sex trafficking by force, fraud, and coercion. Production of child pornography. Sex trafficking of a minor and by force, fraud, and coercion. Sex trafficking by force, fraud, and coercion. Criminal forfeiture. Aliases. Michael Pratt. Michael J. Pratt. Mark. Date of birth, November 10th, 1982. Place of birth, New Zealand. Hair, brown. Eyes, hazel. Height, 6 feet. Weight, 209 pounds. Sex, male. Race, white. Nationality, New Zealander. Languages, English. The FBI is offering a reward of up to $50,000 for information leading to the arrest of Michael James Pratt. Remarks. Pratt has ties or may visit New Zealand, Australia, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Turkey, Singapore, Japan, Chile, Croatia, and France. Caution. From approximately 2012 to October 2019, in the Southern District of California and elsewhere, Michael James Pratt and others allegedly participated in a conspiracy to recruit young adult and minor women to engage in commercial sex acts by force, fraud, and coercion. Pratt and a co-conspirator owned and operated a pornography production company and online pornography websites Girls Do Porn and Girls Do Toys. Pratt and his co-conspirators allegedly recruited young women from around the United States by posting advertisements for clothed modeling jobs on the Internet. Pratt and his co-conspirators advised the women responding to the ads that the jobs were in fact for pornographic videos and that they would be paid between 3000 to 5000 US dollars for a one-day video shoot. To persuade the women to participate, Pratt and his co-conspirators allegedly convinced the women they would remain anonymous, that their videos would be provided to private collectors on DVD and would not be posted on the internet. Pratt allegedly paid other young women working at his direction to act as references or provide false assurances to the women that, if they filmed a video, the video would not be posted online. Some women were not permitted to leave the shooting locations until the videos were made and others were allegedly forced to, to perform certain sex acts they had declined to do. Allegedly, some of the women were sexually assaulted. Pratt's pornography websites generated more than 17 million U.S. dollars in revenue. A federal arrest warrant was issued for Pratt in the United States District Court, Southern District of California, on November 6, 2019. Gustavo Cruz, charge, sexual exploitation of a child. Aliases, Gustavo Adolfo Cruz Hernandez, Gustavo Cruz Aguilar. 
Date of birth, October 27, 1975. Place of birth, Veracruz, Mexico. Hair, black. Eyes, brown. Height, 5'11". Weight, 210 pounds. Sex, male. Race, white, Hispanic. Occupation, migrant worker. Nationality, Mexican. Scars and marks. Cruz has a mole on his right cheek. Remarks. Cruz is believed to be living somewhere in the Midwest United States. Caution. Gustavo Cruz is wanted for allegedly molesting an 11-year-old child and recording the alleged molestation on his cell phone in Indianapolis, Indiana, from January 1, 2016 to March 29, 2017. A federal arrest warrant was issued for Cruz in the United States District Court for the Southern District of Indiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, on March 31, 2017. You can see the offender's photos at this URL, which will be included with the link to this episode. www.fbi.gov wanted fugitives You can call the U.S. Department of State Bureau of Consular Affairs Office of Children's Issues if you have tips or knowledge of one of the offender's whereabouts at this number, 1-888-407-4747. Now, some statistics on sex crimes against children as provided by Canada's Department of Justice. Police reported incidents of sexual violations against children continue to increase. There were 8,046 sexual violations against children in 2017, which represents a 118% increase. In other words, an additional 4,362 incidents from 2010. The rate of 11 incidents per 100,000 population in 2010 increased to 22 incidents per 100,000 population in 2017. This increase is primarily attributable to significant increases in incidents of luring a child via computers, including the agreement or arrangement to commit a sexual offense against a child. Reports of luring a child increased from 511 incidents in 2010 to 1,310 incidents in 2017. Another factor that could account for the increase in reports of sexual violations against children is the establishment of specialized units in a police service proactively investigating this type of crime. Police reported incidents of child pornography continue to rise. There were 6,521 police reported incidents of child pornography in 2017, which represents a 288% increase. Number of criminal court cases for, quote, other sexual offenses, unquote, has increased. There were 3,650 other sexual offenses cases in 2015 and 2016, which represents a 56% increase from 2010 to 2011, consisting of 2,238 cases. Of note, not all other sexual offenses are strictly offenses against children. Percentage of other sexual offenses cases resulting in a finding of guilt 
is decreasing, while the number of cases stayed or withdrawn is increasing. In 2015 and 2016, 59% of other sexual offenses cases resulted in a guilty verdict compared to 68% in 2010 and 2011. In 2015 and 2016, 34% of other sexual offenses cases were stayed or withdrawn compared to 26% in 2010 and 2011. The percentage of guilty cases resulting in custody sentences is increasing. In 2015 and 2016, out of the 2,142 other sexual offenses cases that resulted in a guilty verdict, 68% received custody as the most serious sentence. 17% received probation, 12% received an other sentence, 2% received a conditional sentence, and 1% received a fine. This can be compared to 2010 and 2011, when out of the 1,597 other sexual offenses cases that resulted in a guilty verdict, 63% of guilty cases received custody as the most serious sentence, 23% received probation, 9% received an other sentence, 4% received a conditional sentence, and 2% received a fine. It takes about 11 months to complete an other sexual offenses case, compared to 4 months for a criminal code case. It took about 325 days to complete a case of other sexual offense in adult court in 2015 and 2016 which is 57 days longer than in 2010 and 2011. For comparison, in 2016 and 2017, it took a median of 141 days to complete a criminal code case, which is 22 days longer than in 2010 and 2011. Thank you for listening to Human Monsters. Bye for now.